The following pendant production contains mature subject matter. Listener discretion is advised. Seminar. A small group of students, as in a university, engaged in advanced study and original research under a member of the faculty and meeting regularly to exchange information and hold discussions. Please take your seats as class is about to begin. Issue 1. Sounds in Greed. The human imagination is vast in its complexity and skill, creating fantastic pictures and stories that keep the rest of the population enthralled. You are the privileged. You will have the chance to see how that imagination affected the stories told, based on real events that were, in themselves, not deemed interesting enough to be released. I warn you, this course is not easy. This hollow seminar will take most of your time. Missed classes will be deducted from your grade. I am watching you. I am always watching you. Let's begin. Sound is a strange preoccupation that humans had in relation to storytelling, history, entertainment. Let us start with something simple, perhaps the sound of the click. Nothing on cameras, one, two, or three, as usual. Ah, damn it. on whoever's doing this. Listen, I don't know who would call at 4.17 in the morning, but if I ever, ever get my hands on you, so help me God. Hi there, Tom Johnson. Yeah, who is this? <laughs> oh, come now, Johnson. Surely you remember. It's me, your old friend, the devil. The devil. Right. Well, oh great deal to Bob. I'm at work right now, so I'll have to call you back when I'm on my own time. Here, let me have your number. I'll give you a call as soon as I leave this little guard shack in the morning. Oh, come, Johnson. You really don't think I'm so naive as that. <laughs> anyway, the cost of the long-distance call to hell is almost as unbearable as well the lake of fire. I really don't think you'd want to deal with that. Okay, fine. I can play along for a bit. Satan, what do you want? I just wanted to chat. That's all, old boy. Fine, then. Fire away. <gasps> Ooh, fire. I love your way with words. <laughs> Remember your friend from when you were just a wee lad? I think his name was Freddy. 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 Freddy.
I want to be alone. Look, I'm sorry about what happened. Jim never had a right to say those things. You know, if Freddy really meant that, he wouldn't have just stood there while you took it. Well, you didn't have to stand there and let him say it. How could I? You ran off like a baby before anyone had a chance to do anything about it. <gasps> Did you hear that? Your friend here insulted you. What did you say? Hey, Tom, hey, man. Hey, what are you doing, hey? Get back. Hey, let me get How dare you? How dare you? Johnson, you do remember Freddy, don't you? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, of course I remember him. He died when we were kids. What of it? He'd like to have a word with you. You've got to be kidding me. Oh, no, no, Tom. I'm not a joker. He's right beside me. Here, hold on a moment. Hello. I mean, you there? Yeah, man, I'm here. <laughs> uh, uh, how, how, how have you been? been cold, Tommy. Wet, too. Tommy, why'd you do it? Why did I? Oh, yeah. Well, man, it may sound pretty lame to you, but, <laughs> you know, accidents happen. I really am sorry. Liar. 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 Hello there, Johnson. It's me again. <laughs> Was that him? Was that really Freddy? You've got to be pulling my leg here. Out? It sounded like Freddy, and he knew that naughty thing you did, so... Now, Johnson, I've been checking the ledgers, and I've noticed that Freddy wasn't the only contribution you've made to my little paradise for the damned. Was he? What? My, 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 what a busy man! You were so quick and efficient, too. To think you killed them all in just 25 years. How do you know all this? Are you trying to blackmail me or something? I mean, <laughs> you're not really the devil, right? You're quite wrong there, my friend. I am the real McCoy. And blackmailing is so... crass. No, Johnson, this is your... Eternal reward. <laughs> Talk to you soon. I've heard some good screamers before, but he's got something special there. Yes, he does. It's just the right timbres of guilt-ridden regret and unmitigated terror. By the way, Snotglob, you've done a masterful job with imitating his victims. Thank you, Your Malignancy. It's my great honor to work with you on this subject. Yes, well, time to wipe Johnson's mind and have another go. This time, we'll use that girl he thought of marrying, that Catherine. Yes, sir. How's this sound? <coughs> Tom! 
I thought you loved me. How could you kill me? <gasps> you know, I think you do her even better than Freddy. Now hand me the telephone, please. Here you are, my lord. <clears throat> I love the redial button. You'd better have a damn good reason for doing this. Hello again, Johnson. I doubt you remember me. Quickly, take out your tablets and answer the following four questions about this seminar. Using the creative constructs causes the relationship with the Time's up. Stylus is down. My matrix has now collected and is collating your work. Your grade shall appear on your tablet by the end of the next portion of the cylinder. Moving on, it is time to look at another aspect of humanity. The concept of greed, and inversely, the actions humans were subjected to under the pretense of greed. Observe and note the following colloquial phrase. The Big Payday. Give me one reason why I shouldn't kill you. Because I'm dead already. Eddie? Hi, Jake. What the hell are you doing breaking into my house? Middle of the night? I could have shot you. I can't come to your front door. If I'm seen talking to you, might violate my parole. Doubt it. I'm not a known felon anymore, Ed. When did you get out? A few months ago. Congratulations, man. Thanks. You should have been there. Nah, didn't look like much fun to me. No kidding. You always had bad luck, Eddie. Luck? Nothing. It shouldn't have happened. It was bad luck. You screwed me over, Tiny. Left me behind. Hey, now. If you'd stuck around for ten seconds longer, we both would have made it out. If I'd stuck around for ten more seconds, I'd have been caught, too. If you'd have moved faster, you'd have made it out, too. I'm a big, fat tub. I can't do faster. Is that my fault? Come on, Eddie. So what? You're here for payback? That'll be a little tough, what with me having a shotgun pointed at your head and all. Wish I was, but I don't have time for revenge. Because you're dead already? Fourteen years later, you're still the king of drama. Got AIDS. When I was inside. What? Been HIV positive for a while. Now it's full-blown AIDS. Oh, man. How'd... How do you think? Best guess, I got a month before I'm dying in a hospital bed somewhere. Wasting away to nothing. That's rough. Yeah, that's why I'm here. I'd love to beat you with a tire iron till my arm fell off. But I don't have the time. I got a big job lined up. Eddie, I don't do that kind of stuff anymore. I'm a businessman now. Got a real life. Got a house. Got my store. Got... This place is a dump, Tiny. It's falling apart. And I've been to your car parts store. It's looking real rough. Looks like it'll go under in, what, a year? Then there's that ex-wife you hate. And that daughter you never see. 
I love my daughter. It's not my fault I can't see her. Charlene poisoned that girl against me. You're going broke. You need money. You need to put things right with your life. So do I. Still after that car? You know, they don't make that model Mercedes anymore. A couple of years after I went in, Cindy came to visit me. Showed me a picture of a little boy. His name's Lucas, after my father. I never met him, and I'm never gonna meet him. But I'm gonna make sure that he has more than I did. I haven't done anything illegal in ten years. Only thing on my record is that time I got busted for weed possession. I need to keep it that way so I can stay in business. <laughs> Considering all the dirt you pulled in private, you did a hell of a job keeping your public face clean. I was lucky. And too slippery to get caught. Yeah, that's why I'm here. Whatever it is, I'm not doing it. I don't owe you a damn thing, Eddie. You do. But I know you don't care. The problem is that I've got a big score lined up and I need you for it. I hate it, but it's true. I'm old now, out of the game, not much I'm good for. You're still the smallest guy I know, Jake. What do you weigh, 120? 130. <laughs> Let yourself go, huh? Jesus, I weigh more than two of you. Tiny, I'm talking about $532,000. Each. You're full of crap. Platinum. There's a guy I know. Says a tech company downtown is using 40 keys of platinum for a space project. Satellites, I think. It's worth over 1.5 mil. Problem for them is the project's moving slower than they expected. They haven't gotten to the platinum yet. It's just sitting there. That kind of money, security's got to be tight. Listen, you think. They thought the metal would be out of their hands in two days, so they didn't set up super heavy security. Everything they've got is jury-rigged, half-assed. They only have one guard on it, and he cycles in and out. Security's tight, but not impossible. Who's your guy? Uh, one of the techies. All that money just sitting there, just out of reach, is driving him nuts. He wants a piece of it. He scoped it out and needs professionals to finish the job. Each of us gets a third. I'm not going to jail. I got a plan, Jake. It's not complicated. The two of us can pull this off with no risk. No risk? Okay, a little risk. Half a million is worth a little risk. I got my reputation to think of. I get caught and my whole family's disgraced. My baby girl will think everything her bitch of a mother told her about me is true. The shop will die. I'll lose everything. When your store goes under and you go bankrupt, and it's gonna, you'll lose everything then, too. You think you'll get your girl back if you're broke? At least think about it. I need someone small, and someone I know has the skills. You want a beer? <laughs> yeah. God, I miss this. Standing on a rooftop, looking out over the city, just about to rip some stupid bastard off. <laughs> I feel like I'm on fire. <laughs> Nothing like it. You got the gear and the big case? Yeah. A million dollar job. Remember how we used to talk about the big payday? Yeah, and now it's here. Feels good, doesn't it? Hell yeah. Come here, look through this skylight. Now you can see why I needed you. Damn, that's a big drop. 
Where's the payoff? Half the platinum is in the far corner of the room. Over there. The other half is in the next room over. The guards shouldn't be back for another six minutes, right? They don't have any motion detectors down there or anything like that? Not according to my guy on the inside. He gets better. The video cameras don't work either. There's an alarm on the skylight, but I can bypass that if you give me a minute. Your guy better be right. If he's wrong, he's out half a mil and 15 years of his life. He hopes he's right, too. You got the rope and the carabiners ready? Yeah. <laughs> if I'd kept away from donuts in my youth, I wouldn't have needed your help on this. You'd cut an old friend out of the big payday? Wish I could. Good thing you're a giant tub of lard, then. Good thing you're smaller than a teenage girl. Damn right. Hey, you know, with your cut, you can get those AIDS drugs. Save your life. Too late for that. Gotta think of my legacy now. Secured. Knots are good. Okay, here goes. Hell yeah, the big payday. What? Hey, Jake. What's going on? You can't leave me dangling like this. I feel like a pinata. Look. Look close at the carabiner. Oh my god, it's bending. Uh-huh. Pull me up. Pull me up! Uh, no, I don't think so. You son of a bitch! Ha! <laughs> There's no platinum either. Couple thousand dollars in computer gear down there, I think. I think. Nothing big. The big... When they find you tomorrow morning, covered in blood, dressed in black, and carrying a bag of tools surrounded by cheap electronics, everyone, everyone will know what a petty crook you really are. Oh, and by the way, Tiny, Cindy doesn't have a kid. No. I'll be dead in a month. Least I can do is send you first. Your end won't be slow like mine, but I gotta take what I can get, right? Man, I tell you, satisfaction is the big payday. I'll kill you. I swear I'll... Huh? You already did. See you soon, Tiny. Your assignment until next time. Write a 5,000-word essay detailing your thoughts on the great triangle of greed, betrayal, and immortality. Class dismissed. Supplemental Inquiry. Players for Seminar. Featuring the voice talents of Sue Jenkins as the instructor. In the sound of the click, Carl Hewitt as Tom Johnson and young Tom Johnson. Perry Whittle as the devil. Justin Dobby as Snotglob. Taryn Gorbin as Freddy. And Lexi Vanier as Catherine. Written by Jordan D. Dennis. In the big payday, Perry Whittle as Eddie. And Tim the Jester Gillick as Jake. Written by Brad Reed. Seminar directed by Catherine Pride and edited by Jeffrey Bridges. Produced by Pendant Productions. This production is copyright 2007 Pendant Productions. Seminar co-created by Catherine Pride and Jeffrey Bridges. Copyright 2007 Pendant Productions. For more information, visit PendantAudio.com. Thanks for listening.